What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the comic book lair. I'm Kyle. And I'm Ray. And we got a good one for you today. We're back to hanging in the lair, man. I'm just stoked to be here. It was nice to read some singles, man. And uh, I got to send you another picture of my stack because it's just mind boggling insane. But uh, mind boggling. <laughs> Uh-huh. And uh, but it was fun, dude. I got into a, a you know quite a bit, and I'm stoked to check comics with you, man. How you been? How's dude, your week? I've been looking forward to today all week because my week was just I don't know it was busy, too yeah, much man. going on, and so I was just stoked. Today was Friday, and um, hustled it out at work so I could just relax for a little bit, and then um, yeah, I've been looking forward to this day though since probably last Friday. heck yeah bro Uh, nothing like hanging in the lair man but it's um, been a while dude we haven't just chilled and read singles in a good clip i know (laughs) seriously but um yeah dude i mean uh, how was your halloween man dude halloween was actually pretty good and uh, as much as i talked about last week how i just don't like halloween i actually enjoyed myself halloween night it was um, not bad. Right on. Um, we ended up going to like this big trunk or treat like festival thing. They had a bunch of like carnival stuff set up and like food oh, trucks cool. and like people like decked out their cars. Like it wasn't like an average trunk or treat. Like literally decked them out where I was impressed. I was like, dude, this is rad. Bro, the trunk or treating phenomenon has gotten way better than when it started, yeah. bro. Because, oh, yeah. like, people can put lights on their cars now and, dude, all sorts of dude, wild stuff, man. It definitely is upgraded since back in the day, for sure. Like, there was, um, and the way they did it, too, is like two or three cars would like park next to each other and they would do a whole theme. So it wasn't just like one car did, you know, like, um, I think three cars did a Toy Story room, like, literally a legit replica of, andy's room it was how dude they just decked it i don't know dude i was impressed literally right they on. must have been setting it up for hours before the trunk or tree even started because it was rad there was a bunch of hot rods like lined up and they had this like racetrack set up that kids like had to run through to get like uh candy at the end it was dude it was pretty legit right on so i had a good time there's a lot of cool uh costumes i seen rolling around which was cool i seen um dude some dude was mando and he had uh, Grogu or Baby Yoda with him. And legit, like my son was so stoked on it. Like he came over to my son and like the way he had Baby Yoda, he had like, it was like a hand puppet. So he could put his hand inside of him and like move him around. So my son was all like just stoked on it, dude. Dude, right on, man. And it bummed me out though. Cause I was just, I just showed up and wasn't dressed up at all, you know? <laughs> and you know, like I just not into it, you know? But then when I was there, yeah. I was like looking at my wife and she's like, don't even say you wish you would have dressed up. And I was like, I kind of <laughs> wish I would have got into it, but it was actually fun. But I'll tell you one, did you guys get any, like, did your kids get any, like just strange random candy this year? Always. Or they any, get these like, I don't even know where people buy them, dude. They're like the weirdest candies I've ever seen in my life. Okay. So my, one of my daughters, my middle daughter got the two weirdest things I've never seen ever before. So she got like a, a personal sized package of wet wipes. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Some people (laughs) even do like, uh, like when, cause my little one did a trunk or treat at her school. Yeah. Like most people were giving out little zippies filled with stuff. And it's like always these random, like, yeah, dude, wet wipes, yes, hand sanitizer. Dude. And I'm like, 
And I was Jesus. like, there wasn't even candy. It was just a thing of wet wipes. And I was like, right on. And then um, so one of my daughters, she also went walking around the neighborhood with her friends, right? Yeah. So, and I don't know where she got this candy, if it was a trunk or treat or if it was a neighborhood, but it literally was a Reese's peanut butter cup. And you know how when it's Christmas time, they do them in like Christmas trees? Yeah. It what did they a, do for Halloween? It was a Christmas tree peanut oh, butter no, cup. Oh no, it's a year bro. old. <laughs> so it was either a year old or that person found a store that was already selling Christmas candy. And I bro. said, you better get that out get of here. That That's out. from last Halloween or last Christmas and they're passing it out. Oh my gosh. Man. I was dying, dude. Dude, one of the things that my kids got this year that I'd never seen before is Snickers had like like green. So the nougat was like colored green. Oh, that's and like neat. I couldn't get into it though, bro. I was yeah. like, what is this? I didn't, I, mean, I didn't see those rolling around our neighborhood. Huh. Yeah. Dude, it's so funny though, man. My kids only like like Hershey bars. Like a they got all this candy, bro. Hershey bar? They just like straight chocolate, bro. Huh. They're like Snickers and all that other stuff. No. That's weird. Um and so they didn't get a lot of the the Hershey stuff. So, dude, let me ask you. Did you get down and dirty on some of the your kids' candy, man? Because I went in deep and I felt like trash. Dude, we had a Halloween hangover the next night, next morning when we woke up. Dude, dude. it was terrible. It was so bad, dude. My kids were had the the sugar. The next day was like yeah, the, the worst. Yeah, it was terrible. But I had a good time though. I was actually, like I said, I enjoyed myself. It was fun. Kids had a blast. But um, still, not a big fan of Halloween. I don't know. We'll see what I do next year. You're gonna dress <laughs> up next year now. I know. The, the trunk or treating makes it a little different too, because a lot of times it's with a community or a group of people you're familiar with, yeah. which kind of makes it seem more of like a party rather than a like, yeah, uh, you know, just randomly going around. I like it, too, because, like, we could hang out in front of, like, a food truck and grab a bite to eat and, like, just, I don't know. It was cool to just sit and we've seen a bunch of people that we knew, so it was, it was a good time. Right on, dude. I'm glad you ended up having fun. I know, because I was not looking forward to it. Yeah. That's always a good sign when uh, you don't like something, but you still allow yourself to have some fun, you know? Yeah. Right on, bro. But other than that, dude, it was just a wild week for me. I did get to watch baseball, which was cool. Um, Phillies are down 3-2, man. They're, it was weird because, dude, I don't know if you watched any of the games, but one game, like, the Phillies went off and hit, like, six homers. Just crushed it. Yeah. Then the next game, they got no hit. They didn't get one hit. Baseball is so weird. Such a weird sport. It really is, man. I don't know how... It's, it's hard to make sense. When the thing's moving 100 miles an hour and... You got a swing before he's even finished. And I'm just like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, baseball, dude, I would have to say if if I had to pick a couple sports that were like the hardest, at least that I played, I would say baseball. And then, dude, hockey has probably got to be the next sport. Like I've tried ice skating and just skating around. Dude, those, Tough. those guys skate backwards like wizards. I know, dude. So I couldn't imagine doing that and, you know, slapping a puck around and beating somebody up. Like, not only do you got to play a sport, but you got to fist fight. (laughs) But anyways, that would be my two votes for toughest sports to play. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah, dude. Well, I man, that's so funny that the Astros are up because everything I kept seeing was like, 
Phillies are winning. Like yeah. if you had asked me, I would have assumed the Phillies were up two nothing. I didn't know they already played five games. Yeah, the Strohs, dude, their bullpen is insane. Anyways, what type of reading you get into this week, man? Dude, I got into quite a bit, bro. But you want to know one that I freaking loved, like right off the bat, man? Well, the boogeyman, bro. Dude, issue two. Tell me about it. Was it as good as the first issue? Because I haven't dude. read it yet at all. But I know yeah. a lot of people were stoked on issue number one. Yeah, dude. It, it, I think it picked up right where, you know, obviously right where one left. Well, not so obvious, man, because Samurai Doggy number two did not pick up right where number one left off. But we'll leave that alone. This picked up, you know, and just continued the story and it got bigger and the, the mythology around the boogeyman got a little bit more wild. And I loved it, man. I'm just all about the the dude who's protecting the, the kid. He's father death. And uh, it just seems like a rad character. You want to know, like, he, so they're elders and they, uh, this current group of boogeyman feels like they've killed off all the elders and now there's no rules. So is this and I think the, there's, the guy that's protecting the boy, is he an he's elder? He's an elder. So yeah, he's like one of the OGs. Death. And so they find out, hey, there's still an elder around that we didn't get rid of. Like, what's going on? And I think kind of what we're going to find out is that there's even more than him left. And so I'm just all in, man. I want to know why he's protecting the kid. Like, what's up with that? Is he just yeah, what's kind of catch? like changed his ways? Um, but, dude, I love the art. I love the story. It's literally, I can't even like knock it for anything. It's just so well done, dude. Hmm. Who's writing that? Oh, man. I'm put you in the spot. Matt, I'm going to st- Matthew, but I don't know if it's Matthew because it's M-A-T-H-I-E-U. Yeah, that's like I think good. he's Spanish is my guess or Brazilian. I don't know. I think what I heard the dudes over on Pullbox, Pullbox. Oh, my goodness. Yep. You know, get it, get can you help out. me out? Get it out of there. Pullbox pal say is that this is actually a translation. Oh, nice. so it was a comic that was uh, originally printed in another language and a blaze is kind of uh, printing them in English for us all out here. That's right. Yeah, I can't think of enough because, dude. Super, super good, bro. One did, of my favorite reads. Did you ever? That kind of reminds me. Um, did you ever get into The Witcher, like the show or the books or the video game or any of that? No, and I know you had told me a while ago that the show is pretty cool. Yeah, and I added it to my list, and then I never got to start watching it, dude. I, I went to Barnes and Noble one day with my kids. I almost bought a book, but I didn't know where to start. Dude, the like, books. I did start dabbling in the books, and it's the same thing. The books, I think, were written in a different language, and then they had to translate them all to English. But the books are, like, in-depth, like, very, very um, detailed uh, books. But, it, I mean, I started one. I can't remember how far I got into it, but... Um, I didn't, I didn't stay involved with it, but they're, they're pretty crazy, but the show was rad. Yeah. How do you like, uh, it's Henry Cavill, right? Yeah. Cav- he, dude, Cavill? he crushed it. And I actually think someone else is, uh, the newest season coming out next. I can't remember what season they're on of the Witcher, but it's, um, he's not going to be the uh, Witcher anymore because I think he's going to be filming like Superman. Uh, so someone else is stepping in. I can't remember the dude's name who's stepping in. So we'll see what happened mm. there but i'm still i'm not even caught up anyways so you know me with watching tv takes forever yeah man i've been wanting to ask you don't even do it a star wars is this what you're gonna go down <laughs> dude my tv watching is so challenging dude we have literally 
We have one TV in the house. And Bro, it, you were so pumped about Star I Wars. I was, though, That dude. you went and you bought a Lego figure. You were just riding a Star Wars high. Trust dude. me, every time we go to the Lego store, I'm like, honey, I need this one. And she's like, nope, not today. And I'm like, I know, but look at it. It's rad. <laughs> and my son still, dude, we still towed around this ship. I actually just had to fix it the other day because he like dropped it. And it um, broke off. And dude, talk about a pain in the butt to fix. Like yeah. a piece broke off that was like probably like one of the steps that's like halfway through, you know? And I was like, no, like it was very challenging to get put back together. But anyways, no, I have not caught up much on Star Wars watching. We have one main TV in the house. The girls have a TV in their room, but usually everybody's in the main family room. And um, by the time nine o'clock rolls around, I'm burnt. Yeah, I hear you, man. Just thought I'd ask. Thanks, so. Bro, but bringing it up. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> really quick, dude, at the end of Boogeyman, I just want to show you this panel because it uh, looks like something's going down with uh, good old father death at the end. What is that? It looks like uh, maybe he got stabbed, bro. Yeah, he did. The art so does look now really I'm nervous. Cool. The art does look cool. Yeah, dude, it's rad. Hey. Anyway, bro, I know uh, I know we've both been reading Canary. Uh, did you get to read three? Dude, you read three. I read three. I loved it. I think the art and... It's so fantastic. The man. coloring and the environments that are done in here are some of my favorite lately. Dude, bees knees. Dan, how do you, how do you say his last name? Give it a shot. You're going to have to give it a shot. I don't have it in front of me. Panison? P-A-N-O-S-I-A-N? Panison? Yeah, I don't sounds know. Sounds like it works. Well, sorry, Dan, if I butchered your last name, but artwork is incredible. He does both art Dude. and color, and it's phenomenal. The backdrops, man, the backgrounds and the yeah. panels. Yeah, dude, his environments are like the way he just does the man. The the coloring is so rad. Like the skyline, and um, I just love it, man. It just adds to like that western vibe, like to a T. Yeah, dude. I, uh, it's one of the standout things for this, uh, series. And, uh, I just love it, man. The artwork's some of my favorite. Like I said, dude, Snyder's been, uh, teaming up with some dudes that are just killing art, the art game. Man. Yeah. Especially on, uh, Comixology, all the ones he's writing right now. The, and he's teaming up with all these artists, like, are even like Clear. I've been reading Clear. The artwork in there is rad, dude. And it's been so good. <laughs> I kind of feel like you're messing with me right now. I am a little bit, but <laughs> um, but yeah, all of them have been great. But um, story-wise, um, I, I, I love this one. It kind of starts out with a little bit of flashback with your main character, Will. And um, you kind of see a bunch of bodies. I think those might be all the bodies. Remember that lake he fell into? Oh, I was so confused at the beginning, dude. I almost felt like... I hadn't read an issue of this in months or something. I was so confused. Yeah, because one of he's like this marshal, right? Like this world famous marshal. And one of the like things he's famous for, or at least what people think he's famous for, is he saved all these people on this train from that one. Yeah. From the I can't even remember the dude's name. Uh, it starts with a T, doesn't it? Is it Tell? Maybe. Maybe I think that's that might be correct. I think it might be. But um, everybody thinks he, you know, it was like he was some big hero. But I think there's a um, something darker going on that they kind of covered up, 
right? And we're kind of mm-hmm. starting to see bits and pieces of that. And so this is like a flashback, I think, of that incident. And so you see all these dead bodies and they're like, you know, what are we going to do with them? And the mayor, he's like, oh, you know, we'll just get rid of them. And, you know, we can't tell people what happened, you know. And he's like, no, like we have to tell people what happened. I'm going to tell everybody. And um, then it kind of cuts to present day where he's um, with the uh, geologist or the doctor that's trying to study the the mine up there that um, collapsed to see what's getting mm-hmm. in the water and all that. And... Um, but pretty rad, man. You you get a little um, more backstory, like on the mine and um, the lady whose dad was like gung ho on on digging this mine, and um, she's not very fond of him. Thinks he's a no, dirt ball. She does not. As far as what she's presenting, yeah, yeah, it's like she doesn't like her dad. We'll find out whether mm-hmm. or not she means what she's saying. But so far, yeah, dude. I mean, she doesn't seem like she's a fan. When we, and when we first introduced to her in the bar, I think it was in issue two, maybe, um, I kind of got a weird vibe from her. But in this issue, it seems more, I don't know, she seems more genuine. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. It could, she could yeah. be weird, though. Yeah. Uh, what'd you think about the uh, the bone that the, uh, the well, first of all, what'd you think of the group that kind of confronts them? Uh, at the mine there when they finally get up there so at first i at first when you first get like introduced to him like he's like oh someone's sneaking up on us and you kind of get like these creepy eyes like out of the corner in the shadows and i thought it was going to be like some mutated like zombie something from um you know whatever's going on in these hills but then it just turns out to be a bunch of natives and they're like one dude does look creepy because he has his nose like his nose is missing yeah. But they're like protecting the land because they know something crazy is going on. Yeah, but did you believe that? That did you believe everything they were saying too, or did you feel like they were hiding stuff? I kind of felt like they were hiding stuff because they're like quick to be like, "Yeah, whatever you think it is, it's not any magic or anything. Like well, it's just some polluted think, water." Or- I think they were hiding stuff, but then once they got talking to them, they showed them that skull. You know, so I, I think mm-hmm. they know something crazy is going on and they want to keep people out from yeah. either like digging it up or like bringing it back to life or something. Like maybe it's in a dormant stage right now. I, I don't know. But I, I think they have good intentions. That's how I took it. Interesting. That's me. Yeah, I could be way off on this one, but that's how I felt. But what did you think? Like at the end of their conversation, because they get there, they're, you know, the doctor's like doing his research all of a sudden, these guys show up, want them to get off their land, and they're going back and forth. And then they pull up this like skull of a horse. That, that's what I was asking. About. Yeah. Oh, that I didn't get to ask it because I. Re- but that's what I was right, going right. to ask. What you thought about that? Yeah, bro. Bro, nuts. Um, First of all, what the heck is going on there? It's some mutated zombie horse skull or something, dude. He's got like a ram's horn coming out Those of his teeth? head. Yeah, dude. It kind of reminded me of like some of the creatures you see in uh, Noctera. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shade? Not necessarily a shade, but before they get all the way shade. Remember they had all the mutations yeah. were um, like... Oh, right, yeah. But um, pretty gnarly, dude. So what, one of the things that the geologist is doing is he created this like sound box that they drop into the to this mine because yeah. they're going to record some stuff or see if there's any water down there, how high the water level is. And uh, they drop it down pretty far, pull it up. And this is at the time this group shows up 
and the group doesn't want him to have the recording device. Mm-hmm. And they straight shoot at the geologist. But what even the geologist is quick to point out is like, I actually don't think they were aiming for me. I don't I think they were aiming for my device. And uh, they pretty much say, yeah, we don't want you to have that. Uh, you don't know what you're doing. Um, but, dude, that guy got he got his eye beat up pretty bad. Dude, yeah, he took a piece of shrapnel to his eye. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> but one of my questions is, is because and the right after that confrontation where they're saying you can't leave with this stuff and they're kind of like coming to a head about whether or not they should be able to take this stuff. And it, I mean, he pretty much says, like, you're not taking it. No way. But then you turn the page and all of a sudden you see they're like back at home and he still got his device. Like, I wish we kind of got to see that res- that confrontation a little bit resolved a little bit. Like, where did they come to at the end of that meeting? Mm, yeah. You know? No, I didn't think about that at first. But, yeah, you're right, because they were gung-ho or not. Well, maybe since he shot it, maybe he, th- he thought, you know, he destroyed it. He destroyed it, yeah. So yeah, that could That's true. Um, but I know at the end of their conver- conversation, they're like, well, if you guys, because the, this geologist or this doctor guy, he was trying to make a point like, hey, we're here to help. We're not here to do anything else. And um, he's like, well, you know, this main leader of, the, of, of these natives, he was like, if you guys want to help, then just seal up every single entrance to this mine and get out of here. Like, that's the only way you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know, though. I I, I kind of can maybe see some fishy vibes with this doctor, too, man. Like uh, the one that's helping the geologist. No, the geologist. Like, oh, do yeah, you think yeah. he I don't know. He could be fishy, too, man. Like. Well, he's kind of got a lot of, um, what's the word, drive and passion for yes. this thing that feels a little like, why are you so passionate? Yeah, like, yeah. why do you want to know? There must be something going on for him, too. Yeah, so um, a lot of interesting characters I like so far. Um, and in the very end, you got a, a weird kind of cliffhanger, man. What do you think of the end? Dude, real quick before we got, get there, dude, another thing that made me think that the barkeep was more legit again was at the end of this issue because she has a showdown with the mayor bro oh yeah and throws her dad under the bus again yeah and just saying the only thing you guys want is profit like you're not into anything else um and so i just wonder if she actually is a good good character i know i i got better vibes from her this issue than the first time we got introduced to her yeah um yeah dude so they end up uh being able to salvage some audio from their recording and uh spoiler alert if you haven't read it which you should because this series is freaking awesome uh they get a little bit of uh help us help us we're still down here yeah so someone is still down there from when the mine collapsed and um creepy dude so you got this cre- just, creepy horse head that washed out from the mine that's all mutated. But then you have these voices that are still down there. So who knows what they're going to be like. And yeah. uh, a lot going on here, man. I, but I'm, I'm digging the story and um, I can't wait for the next next issue already. Yeah, dude. Still some of the most cool art, even that last kind of uh, page here. Uh, just that coloring, man, is just rad, dude. Yeah, the coloring is what does it, I think. It's, dude, the choicing for colors are just rad. Digging it, man. But I want to, dude, before we get into all the books you read, the rest of them, I want to jump into Batman because um, this is probably one of the fav- my favorite things I've read in a long time. 
I think you're yeah. a little bit ahead of me, but um, we've both been diving into Batman Court of Owls, and it's just been incredible, oh, dude. So good. Another Scott Snyder book, um, Greg Capullo with the art, and um, I love everything about this story. Dude, it's just phenomenal, dude. That was the the first kind of like the first seven, that first trade just kind of blew my mind with how clever it was. Like, what do you think? I know I kind of mentioned and gave a little bit of uh, my take on those in a couple episodes back, but uh, I'm super curious to hear kind of how it impacted you, what you thought of the uh, the owls and the 13th floor and how close it seemed like Batman was coming to just not making it. Dude, I will tell you, the way it's written is, I thought, is incredible. Like, you have, you know, Batman, he's like in the, almost like I would say maybe in like the prime time of his like being Batman, you know, he thinks he knows everything about Gotham. Like, he's got the city just on lockdown. He knows it like the back of his hand. And um, I love like his dialogue and his thoughts, you know, throughout this, like, you know, like people are trying to tell him, hey, well, you know, there's this old... uh wives tale of the court of owls you know and he's like no he's like listen yeah, i know he's so sure of it yeah too. he's like listen i know this city i know everywhere around here i've tried looking for this even when i was a boy you know it gives a flashback of when he was a boy which i thought was pretty cool and he's like this is just made up stories not happening my man and um come to find out he was wrong dude and um wrong in a real bad way in a very bad way and it's just rad. The the way it's all woven together, you get pieces of like Wayne history with his great great grandfather, I thought was rad. Mm-hmm. Um Did you get some more history, man? And I so want to spoil something for you. So don't do bad. it yet. Yeah, don't do it yet. Oh, come on. But I love it, man. The art is just phenomenal. Like Dude, isn't Batman like the the character design in this run just? Freaking? Yes, it's yeah, dude, and it's like gritty. I love the the yeah. detective stuff in it, where he's like trying to figure stuff out with Gordon, and mm-hmm. um, gosh, man, I don't know. There's something with Batman that I just love, dude. Yeah, man, it's uh, definitely this year's been the year of Batman for me. Not like in the year of Batman, but like the year that I've really changed my mind about what i thought i thought about batman <laughs> yeah no that makes sense i'm glad you're um liking it dude because uh, man i i don't know dude the characters are just so well done in this one and so you got to issue eight yeah so i got through um the, the first trade which is court of owls or volume one right and this one ends and, and like you mentioned we'll kind of go back dude i he was about to die this is probably right? the worst like batman was on his he had one foot in the grave and one on a banana peel. And Dude, weren't you kind of like losing your mind a little bit too when he's stuck in that court of owls like maze, bro? And he keeps going back to the same thing. And I thought it was just so cool to like hear his kind of like internal dialogue to himself and how he's going to stay strong. But then it gets into that place where all the pictures were. Dude. And my gosh, I, dude, it just seems like it was designed to make you go mad. I thought that whole thing was so clever. Like the picture, like taking a picture of your whole time in there. And then you look, he was looking on the wall and like seeing like pictures of all these people going through what he's going through. And you see them from when they first get there to their last picture. And dude, it just was crazy to see those I pictures know. hanging on the wall. I loved it. 
And what did you think of uh, the Talons? So the the sort sort of the Court of Owls soldiers. Uh, what did you think of those dudes, man? They were gnarly, dude. I loved them. Yeah, I I thought they were rad. Their just their skill set, like it really tests Batman. You know, like. I don't know. It, it was really good, though. And um, have you gotten to the part where there's multiple talons? Yeah. So at the end of um, issue seven here at the end of this volume, you know, Batman escapes. He he goes back to the Batcave. Um, they end up finding because the the Court of Owls, they like discard their their warrior. They think he's useless now that he's even though he's still alive. He, you know, they're like, oh, he lost to Batman. We got to get rid of him. And so he's down there studying, but then you go, you you know, it flashes over to um, the Court of Owls, and they're releasing, like, all these coffins. Yeah. So there's a ton of them being released, and they're just like, go take the city, and that's how this volume ends. And I was immediately like, dude, I'm picking up volume two. Heck yeah. <clears throat> like, right now. Like, I couldn't wait to pick up volume two. And then, of course... You know, I had to have a crazy busy week, so it was very difficult for me to get into volume two. But I did get the first issue in of volume two. And so you see him attack freaking Bruce's house where he's Mm -hmm. still recovering. It's like immediately picks up where this one left off. Like he's still in recovery mode. He kind of doesn't know what to think of Gotham now at this point. He thought he knew everything there was to know about Gotham. And now he's like, you know, I I don't know what to think. Like it's my backyard and i'm you know lost like what do you think about batman at this point i just like one of the things i love about batman is that uh his internal struggles i think are so interesting to read all the time yeah and uh snyder is just nailing it here dude like i i i don't know do you know what i'm trying to say like i know other superheroes go through this but for some reason batman always seems like his struggles seem more real like he's really struggling with it. Like some of the other times I read this and it's just kind of like, okay, you're a little lost, but you'll find your way. But for some reason with Batman, I'm always like, I don't know if the bat dude's going to find his way out of this. <laughs> you know what no, I mean? Yeah. hundred percent, man. They just write it so well, dude. Um, but yeah, real, real quick before we get any further. So, um, Batman, his house is getting attacked. Were you nervous for Alfred? Cause I know you got a soft spot for old Alfred. Yeah, bro, of course. I was nervous for him as well. I thought they were just going to get smoked. And yeah. Alfred, when they, once they separated, like, Alfred doesn't stand a chance. I know, man. So I was nervous. Yeah, I think uh, stay a little nervous for a while. Uh-oh. Okay, well, I'm going to read more tonight for sure. So I got I finished the first issue. and Can you get through 10? Because there's just something we have to talk about. All right, I'll get through 10 this weekend for sure. I'll probably finish this whole uh, volume two for sure because I can't put this one down. But, um, dude, all these um, talons, or I mean, what, are they all named the same? Like, as far as I know, they seem nameless. Like they've just uh, they're just uh, all the assassins for the Quarter Elves, and they're um, everywhere. And they find out that Bruce is Batman now too because they get down into the Batcave. Which do you think they knew that before? It seems like the Court of Owls already knew that. Yeah. So. Uh, it seems like the Talons know it for sure. Uh, there seems like there's a lot of that in this issue that was surprising to me. Uh, how many people seem like they knew that Batman was Bruce Wayne? 
but maybe it was just because like the talons knew and that surprised me or something. Yeah. But uh, it's crazy because Batman still he's kind of holding his own. And I mean, I, he's in his territory now. He's not in that labyrinth, you know, so he's kind of even though he's beat he up. Broke he's, out of there. Yeah, he's doing what he can. He's kind of running from him. But at the same time, like going through like trap doors in, in, in his mansion and, and kind of losing. Them. And you're yeah. And yours, did did you get to the point? And this isn't a spoiler, but I mean, it is, but you it won't bother you. But to the where Batman figured out how like the weakness of the towns, like how to trigger yeah, that. He, I think he figured it out the, the, at the end of volume one where um, you have to get them this, real cold. The cold kind of yeah. like puts their, their super Dude. ability like in a dormant state. Yeah. So when they're attacking the Batcave, uh, they have to make it super cold. I th- you yep, have you gotten yep. to that? And uh, dude, Alfred's like, I don't know, man. Or like, we're gonna have to make it super cold. And Batman's just like, I'll be fine. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, I freaking love it, dude. Alfred's <laughs> like, you're not gonna make it, sir. You know. And he comes out in this big old suit, dude. And you're just stoked at that point. That whole page is rad, dude. What do you think of the the like? I guess that's a thing. I didn't know, but I guess that's like a fr- like. Scott Snyder didn't invent that. That's from yeah. You know, I loved it. I thought it was liked freaking it? bad. Yeah, dude. He was. I mean, think about it, dude. Batman is just a normal dude. He doesn't have any superpowers besides that he's a freaking smart wizard. And he, um, he, some of these people he's you know fights against. He's got to have. He's got to have the gadgets like that. Hundred percent. So in issue seven, it ends with. For you, you're, they're still kind of fighting in the cave. So yeah, I, I think this is actually issue eight because eight, one eight, through yeah, seven yeah. is uh, volume one. So into you're eight, right. Alfred discovers because he Batman got this little chip off one of them. I think off one of the arms of one of them. So Alfred plugs this chip into their supercomputer and he comes across a list of basically everybody uh, they're yeah, gonna yeah. kill. Right, and he's yeah. and I love this scene. It's like going from like person to person. And um, showing like the the oh, assassins yeah, like breaking into their homes, and I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, this is rad. Like, um, so he he ends up telling Batman what's going on, and Batman's like, all right, well, we got to make the call, and so he puts out a um, basically like a SOS like help call to to the to the family. So it's like. Um, Robin, Red Hood, Nightwing, yeah. Batgirl, all of them, you know. I was stoked on that issue when I read it to see all those dudes. Yeah, so um, freaking rad. I can't wait to see what happens next now that the call's out and there's all these assassins now rolling around Gotham. Even, um, you know, they even tell Alfred he's going to die. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody, dude. Um, I think, like, some of the mayors, some of the attorneys... Basically, anybody that has helped build Gotham to what it is today are on their their hit list. Yeah. What do you think about this panel right here, dude? Isn't this just rad? Yeah, the paneling where it shows all the teams. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. Um, Gosh, dude. I love it, man. Uh, yeah. I love it so much. And I can't believe I waited so long to read this run, dude. Yeah, I know. Me too. I mean, <laughs> not you. I just mean like, first of all, I'm surprised that I was like so stubborn 
in this like weird, I don't know about Batman. Yeah. And then it just took you coming along and loving Batman for me to be like, all right. Dude, did you know that Tony S. Daniel did some Batman work? Tony D? Our dude from, doesn't he do Noctara? Tony D! (laughs) Like we know him. (laughs) Tony D? (laughs) My buddy, Tony D! Sounds like he's from The Sopranos. Anyway, man, I'm glad you're liking it, dude, because I just was blown away with that first volume. Uh, I know I kind of told you it up front, but did you think it was as clever as I did? Like how he worked all that like owl and bat sort of like stuff together and the 13th floor thing. And I think that's what I love. Like I just love detective stuff. And so him figuring out this puzzle with the whole thing when they first find the body with all those daggers or the throwing knives in him and like going through the whole process is dude, it makes me want to go back and watch the newest Batman movie. Bro, I almost did. Did you? I, I tried finding. I, I was like, it's three hours, so I don't have the time. But I, I almost pulled the trigger on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to. I was looking the other day uh, after I read through this for, um, Bat. Like, I wanted to go through all the Bale movies first, and I was like, I'm going to watch oh, these yeah. all. And um, I just love them, dude. Yeah. But yeah, this... do you like the Bale movies? Oh yeah, I do. I like. Them. I want to watch them again. I remember thinking they were okay, but I mean, not to beat it dead horse but i just wasn't crazy about christian bale's voice in that but it's just shouldn't matter there just was, watch if there was a lot of is. funny memes going around and my brother actually does the the batman bale voice hilariously dude it's so really? fun. yeah dude hey did you pick up the night the final issue of the night yeah chip z's run did you read it yet mm-hmm. i finished it i was waiting for you oh did you yeah and i liked it Liked it? Yeah, it was good. Didn't love it. No, I, I did. It was it was good. I'm not gonna tell you what happens. Um I don't know if I don't know. I'm not I don't even want to say anything. I don't want to ruin it. Alright. Not as good as this. I, I think this is better, but um it was still good. You don't know how hard I want to spoil something for you right yeah, now. Yeah, don't. You're like, don't. you're going to be proud of me for not doing it. <laughs> you, and usually I'm not a I'm I don't worry about spoilers, but I don't want this one to spo- get spoiled for me. Yeah. Do you have any ideas of what's going on yet? I mean, I did. I would never have imagined it. So I'm just curious if you have any sort of inkling. I don't even want to chat about it because I can just look at your face right now. And if I say something that's kind of right, you're going to just be like, "Mm, you're going to give me that look and I'm going to know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair (laughs) enough. (laughs) But um, yeah, man, what a cool read this has been so far. And um, freaking can't wait to finish it. I'll probably finish it in the next couple of days. Dude. Heck yeah, man. I'm going to keep going through. I think it's like 50 issues. I'm going to try to finish his whole whole run. I just yeah want to get through it. We'll do it. Hey, But the Court of Owls ends at like, I think, issue 12 or something, bro. So it's just the two volumes? I think so. Because there's the Court of Owls and then the City of Owls. And I think that's it, man. This says right here, epic finale of the Court of Owls, issue number 11. Oh, yeah. So, see, I'll be able to finish that up. Yeah, I've got one more to go, and then I'll finish it. But, hey, I know you, uh, to keep in the whole uh, Batman theme going on, um, I haven't read it yet, but how was uh, Paul Dano's Riddler? Did we talk about that last week? Oh, my God. We didn't talk about it last week, did we? I think we just talked about the fact that I got it in the mail. Yeah. uh, Dude. 
freaking fantastic, man. That's another one I, I want to read. I give it a five out of five. Yeah. I know this is going to sound silly, but one of the things that I guess I should have realized but didn't up front is that this is, um, you know, it's a black label, so it's not continuity or whatever. But what it is, is the kind of origin story of the Riddler from the movie. His character from the yep. Yeah, I thought he was just going to be writing a Riddler story, but it's even more compelling to me because of all that work and study he did for the character to then write kind of like what he was imagining going into the character. Dude, not only is this like so well done for, I'm assuming Paul Dano's first comic book, it's written really well. The art's all right. Not my favorite, but it's good. And, uh, but dude, the story he's doing here and the like building up how the Riddler became, became who he is. Dude, just phenomenal work, man. Let me let me ask you this. Now that you've read this and you're more into Batman, because I know when you watched the latest Batman movie, you weren't the <laughs> biggest fan of the Riddler. <laughs> I don't know if it was his suit or what it was, but you weren't the biggest fan of him. Does this change that a little bit, or what, what do you think? Or do you have to rewatch? Maybe. Maybe. I'll say maybe. Because uh, there's some really like interesting stuff here about just how beat up society, like how much society has beaten him up Mm -hmm. and kind of the misunderstanding he has of Batman being the same sort of dude as him who wants to give it to Gotham. Like wants to, uh, you know, I I don't know really how else to put it besides give it to Gotham. Like Batman is trying to save Gotham, not beat it up. Like Dano is kind of like, yeah, beat up all these bad dudes. Like give, give the people on, you know, the higher ups, like, their comeuppance like they deserve this and so when he sees him sees batman like saving people he doesn't really focus on the saving part he's focusing on he just really like took those dudes out and that's rad Mm. and uh so it's just like like a little miss like he's not fully understanding batman you know yeah and you get that in the movie where at the end he's super mad at batman because he's like i thought we were a team we were gonna do so much together and I did all this for you. Remember that? Yeah. Like in the, and so it just kind of is building that up. Uh, but the the heartbreaking thing is just watching him get like just beat up, and you know, even at work and society. But dude, his relationship at work—he's just getting walked all over, um, and he seems a little um, like not socially awesome. Yeah, like just a little awkward. And so he does some things where he means well. He's trying to like, like, for example, he follows his boss after hours to a bar to like tell him, hey, man, that cool idea was actually me, not, you know, whatever this guy's name is. And uh, the boss gets mad at him like, dude, did you follow me to a bar? Why don't you just tell me at work? Like, if you follow me again, like you're going to lose your job Mm. sort of thing. Yeah. So he's like socially uh, awkward kind of guy. Yeah. Mm. And uh, dude, he keeps he has this journal. And he keeps writing in it, dude. And what he keeps writing in it is, I am enough, I am enough, I am enough, I am enough, you you know? And then right at the end, he says here, he says, "Uh, no, you're not. Mm. But dude, he's got this huge picture of Batman that says, you matter. Like Batman's telling him that, Hmm. telling him that he matters. Yeah. And uh, so you could see this like dude who's just idolizing Batman, but idolizing him in the wrong way because he doesn't fully understand who and what Batman is at this point, you know? Yeah. I loved well, it. Well, I want to read it because I love the uh, the one shot um, 
the one bad day, the Riddler one. I want to read that, dude. It was good. And um, so I'm going to get into this Paul Dano run and um, super stoked on that. You'll love it, dude. I guarantee it. It's so good. But yeah, man, I'm glad you asked. I almost forgot I got into that, dude. It was fantastic. Yeah, I'm kind of behind, man. I had, like I said, just my crazy week. And then uh, I didn't even get to go to the my local shop. And um, so I got a lot of catching up to do, but I'll get there. I know you will. I have faith in my comic book dad. Thanks. <laughs> but um, give me a rundown of give me give me a speed round of like your your favorite ones you you read for the rest of the week or earlier this right. week. I'll start my speed round with the slowest round, with the slowest part of the round, and that and then is build because, it up. Yeah, yeah. Let me. All right, uh, dude. Do a power bomb five. Did she finally? Tony, did she find out finally? She finds out okay. right at the end. Yeah. And uh, they lose their... Oh, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> they lose their match, bro. They lost. Uh-oh. Are they out of the and, tournament now? And as far as I can tell, dude, they're out of the tourney. Mm. And so that's where it... En- well, it doesn't... I mean, it ends kind of there, but it ends... Um, I want to show you the panel. Oh, yeah, right here. So he's he's in the ring. And the dude's going to rip his mask off, man. And he's yelling, no. Oh. And uh, you turn the page, and he's just freaking out. And he looks back, and she's like, dad? Hmm. But then, dude, they just get walloped by this team. But, dude, the team that wallops them, they're not fighting for the same person to be resurrected like her and her dad. Right, right. So at the end of the match, they're like, all right, like we agreed to the death. And the two of them just start like they're just squaring off and they're going to go at it until one of them dies. That was their agreement. The teammates? Yes. No. Because she wants to resurrect yeah, okay. I think her son. So, yeah, he so wants they don't. To okay, I see what you're saying now. Wow. And so they're like, hey, like we agreed to the death. And you're just like, holy smokes. So this dude that's putting it on, he's probably stoked because this is what he wants to watch. Yeah. And so they had to pitch that up front, too, because um, Cobra Sun and Luna, I think her name's Luna, right? Yeah, I think, I think so. so. Yeah. Um, they're like, hey, you know what? We want to do this. No, like, no, uh, I forget the words, but there's like no rules kind of. And so you don't have to tag someone in. Uh, you could tap out anywhere. It doesn't have to be in the ring. So you could like pin them outside of the ring. Right, and, right. You know. But I mean, this one just took me by surprise and it hasn't slowed down. It hasn't let up. The artwork is just fantastic. The coloring, the movement, like the wrestling scenes are just phenomenal, dude. Yeah. Um, but the only thing I'm concerned about now is I believe there's two issues left. They've lost their match. These two are fighting to the death. I'm just like, where are we going for two more issues? Well, the first thing that popped into my head is like, these two that are left are fighting to their death. What if something happens? Yeah. What if something both happens to them? You know, then what's going to happen? You know, that's the only thing I thought immediately was like how this could end is like something happens to both of them. These two get thrown and then back they into get the another mix. match. It, maybe get another yeah. match or something, and then they can bring their because um, they're fighting to bring the mom back, right? <clears throat> yeah, they're both fighting to, to save her. Yeah, his wife and her mom. Now that you know, now she knows that. Yeah. But I just thought we got there. We got there 
I'm kind of glad we got there because it would have been like, okay, we she still doesn't know, like yeah. she hasn't had a clue yeah, yet. Yeah. But um, just I don't know, dude. Like, yeah the the scenes where they're fighting in there. I mean, even the whole art I thought was really rad throughout that. Yeah. And just kind of you know devastating because now Luna's living with oh my gosh this is my dad yeah oh my gosh dad killed mom oh my gosh we lost we're not gonna get to resurrect mom like it was just a lot to hang a lot us to on. go yeah yeah and uh, I was like dang I was like six needs to get here quick which I think it does yeah next week I think I mean don't yeah. hold us to it but <laughs> never hold us to any release date don't get mad at us. Dude, one of the cool things is in the back, he always has fan art because uh, it's just it, it's just one of those things that screams for fan art, it feels like. You know what I mean? And yeah. there's just some really cool fan art. But I really like this one. It's very um, Cartoon networky. Oh, yeah, it is. That's cool. It reminds <laughs> me of like something you would see in SpongeBob or something. Yeah. And this black and white here is pretty rad up top. Yeah, that's cool. Cobra song. Nice. That's cool that they do that. Yeah, kind of neat. And, uh, dude, I mean, it's just phenomenal work, dude. Um, Daniel Warren Johnson, my man. I, uh, I wasn't, I was, ex- I was expecting to like it, but not to this level. I mean, it's just that and Boogeyman are the ones I'm like for singles. I'm like, loving. They come in the mail and I'm reading them the second I open up the box, yeah. you know? That's good when they do that, dude. I love it. Yeah. And then just uh, real quick, dude, I did get that, uh, the, you know, Image is doing these 30th anniversary kind of like anthology things. And in this one was the one uh, with the witches. Oh, yeah, yeah. We talked about this one. Yeah. And it was just like four pages or so. And you kind of pick up with Sailor. She's living in a house like out in the boot, like, I don't know, out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, some lady approaches her trying to pretend to be all cool, but it seems like she's still, uh, people are still trying to get her pledged or something, yeah, bring yeah. her back to the witches. And um, uh, I think what's going down here is that she's finally meeting up with the... Uh, the Irons? The Irons. Dude, I keep wanting to call them the Plowman from Gideon Oh, Paul's. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, what do you think here? It seems like the artwork's still doing a lot of the like, you know, acidy. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't seem like they let up on that at all. There's got to be something with Sailor that these witches are like so infatuated with her for some reason, right? Like they just don't want to give it up. Yeah, they. It's like she. They. This lady's saying she needs to go back where she belongs. Mm. And so you're just like, what's going on? But then this dude shows up. Uh, named Sebastian Craw. Uh, looks like he's just shooting with uh, paintball guns, but I wonder if inside, instead of paint, it's Pledge. Oh, it looks like yeah, that could be cool. He caps him with. So that's pretty neat. Oh, that is a neat idea. And she goes off with him. Yeah, because he's wearing gloves. So yeah, I think you're right. And he's supposed to be doing a volume two of that soon, isn't he? I guess so. This, I mean, I'm hoping this, this kinda is kind of like the beginning of it. it. Yeah, yeah. Because right here, she's talking to him, and she says that she used saline to try to get that lady away, and that was supposed to work. And he says, "Everything you know about witches—that's just a fraction of the truth. It's time you learned the whole thing." Mm. And so that could be cool. Yeah, man. 
Interesting. So it was rad. It was super short, but, you know, enough to kind of whet the appetite. Yeah, get you ready. Yeah, I don't know if it worked, but we'll roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. I read Bloodshot Unleashed number two. Bro, so good. You know what's so funny? I, I love the way you do that. Like when you laugh, like you sent me this video of a silly birthday card I sent oh to you like a really gosh, long time ago. Dude. And bef- like I showed it to my wife too, and she's busting up. And she's like, you know, the funny thing is, is the way Ray was talking and laughing. Like she thought the card was silly, but she's just cracking up about you because you started like, bro. Dude, I <laughs> so was dying. I just like that so much. Now I keep doing it. I'm like, bro. I was dying. Well, I got that because my dang kids, that's all they say is, bro. Bro. Yes. <laughs> and then they have me saying it. It's ridiculous. But dude, that, I don't know what I was going through. Some old box of pictures, and I found these. I also, dude, not only did I find a birthday card from you when I was like 16, but I found like a letter that my brother had written me when he was probably like, I don't know, 14 or 15, maybe a little younger and hysterical, dude. He, his grammar is hilarious. And just what he was saying to me was so funny. And then I found that card and I, I don't even remember you sending me that card or giving me. I don't a, remember like, it at all. I, dude, who gives their best buddy a birthday card? Like, I was just like, this is weird. And <laughs> I, I was trying random. to think. I was like, well, it's signed Kyle. And I'm pretty sure that I only had one good buddy named Kyle. But it was hysterical, dude. I'm glad I found that. Was that like at a, Was that like when you moved back to Texas? Maybe did I like send you? Yeah, a Yeah, maybe card? that's the only time I was thinking that I would have gotten something like so weird. I, I, that's the only thing I could think of. It has to be. Yeah, well, you know, hysterical. Either way, pretty good. I think I, I think but, I'll post it. No, don't post it. <laughs> don't. I don't want anyone to know how lame I was when I was. Oh, uh, Ray at the Bay. <laughs> Ray at the Bay. <laughs> I was telling my wife, I was like, maybe it was during my Limp Biscuit days, and I thought I was like really cool with my rhymes, and I was going to say Ray at yeah, the Bay. Yeah, yeah, could have been. Oh, dude, that's so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! But dude, Bloodshot Unleashed too, like, still, you know, just as solid as one. He's still on his mission to take out those failed government um, experiments that created other super soldiers and. Dude, he comes up to this, like, mech dude who's just going to town on him, man. And he comes really close to dying in this one, too. And, uh, hey, you know, the it kind of sounds really familiar to, like, one of the Jeff Lemire runs. Is it similar to one of the ones? It's a little similar it to sound, Yeah, yeah from what you're explaining. Because in the Lemire one, he had to go back in time and take out other bloodshots. Yep. These aren't bloodshots, but it's very similar, and that's probably why I like it. Okay. Now that you mention that, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. But um, one of the things he has to you realize here is that the nanites they need protein to like keep doing their job, yeah. which is interesting. Like uh, I don't remember that before, but it's a weakness, right? He needs to eat for them to do their job, and uh, he's about to go down to this mech man. But uh, he turns around and just straight munches on some dead zombie looking dude, and you're just like, oh my gosh, this is gross. But uh, gotta do what you gotta wow. do, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, right on. So that was fun, man. I'm still going to keep up with that, really enjoying it. It's just fun to be in Valiant. I feel like it's a publisher I don't, you know, get to dive into that yeah, much. Yeah. So cool that Bloodshot's still uh, a title I appreciate and enjoy getting into, man. And then another one I got to read was Vanish 2. and mm, uh, Old Donnie. 
it's good, but there's a lot going on. Uh, some flashback scenes, and it's a flashback scene of 9-11, which was surprising. Hmm. And uh, you're just, you know. Yeah, that is weird. And the, uh, you know, just kind of what he went through as a kid at that time. And, I mean, dude, I like it. It's wild. The art's rad. Um, and it seems like the people know that he's still around. And they're going to, this this group of dudes is going to come try to take him out now. These, like, these other superhero dudes. He's got, like, a Gambit haircut. He does look a little like Gambit, bro. But look at this guy at the end. Oh, he's rad. That's a pretty cool page. So I love Stegman's art. He does great, but I'm loving Vanish. Not you know, not much to report on it uh, here in issue two, but solid, solid series so far. I'm excited to keep up with that one, man. I also got into some more um, Harrow County, mm. and uh, my gosh, man, I did. I freaking love it. As I was reading Canary, I was like, uh, I went through. Um, Something popped up on there. I can't remember what it was, but on on my Comicsology app. But um, Harlow Candy was there, so I downloaded the first um, volume. Do it. So it's so good, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll get into it's it. It's really good, really good. And this uh, her best friend's, you know, Bernice. I think is her name. Is uh, she's getting more spotlight and I'm lots going down with her. I'm you're staying into it because it's supposed, to, you know, that genre. But it must be good then. I just like it, dude. I, I don't know, man. Uh, it's just got this, you know, this uh, like homey vibe. It's cool because they're kids. And so there's this innocence about. And I love the way they talk, you know, that Southern lingo. And uh, I don't know. There's something cool about about Southern mythology. I don't really know how else to say it or if that's the appropriate way to say it. But like one of the things is that whenever they see a dragonfly, there's snakes by and that must be some sort of like old wives tale hmm. from the south or something. Yeah. But we got some dragonflies around here, and it's just funny. Every time I see one, I'm like, where's the snake? And uh, <laughs> it's just kind of cool. Right on. That is cool. So uh, still been loving that. And uh, yeah, man, that's that was my week, dude. Good, dude. You got a ton in, man. I'm proud of you. Thanks, brother. I feel like I watched something I wanted to tell you about, too, but I can't remember now. Oh, Star well. Wars? No, no Star Wars. <laughs> I heard that Andor was pretty cool, though. I heard it's pretty good as well. I haven't uh, jumped into it yet, but I don't know if I ever will. You know me. Yeah. I'll do my best. All right, on, buddy. But fun to be hanging there, hanging in the lair again with you, brother. Dude, it's been a good time hanging in the lair. Hopefully, I get to catch up with some more books to uh, get on your level. Um, Next week, though, man. We're diving into a little something different. What you want? You want to tell everybody what we're getting into for the next week? Actually, next two weeks, aren't we? Oh, are we doing that starting next week? Yeah. All oh, right, on. Uh, yeah, dude, something I'm stoked to get into. Uh, we're gonna be doing a little two-parter again because I loved doing that with Gideon. Yeah, Paul's that was and fun. Diving into a little bit more of a uh, some more issues of a run, but we're gonna be doing uh, Day Tripper, which I've heard great things about. So we're gonna split that up into two. And diving into the first half in our next episode, and uh, can't wait to get into that with you, man. I've heard great things. Dude, I haven't even heard of this until you um, brought it to my attention, but it sounds rad, and um, I'm looking forward to reading this one, too, for sure. Heck yeah, man. Is there anything coming out next week that you're uh, looking forward to? Dude, I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to that I wasn't able to get um, 
I know we mentioned it last week, but I really want to read Little Monsters. So hopefully, I, I know it came out last week, but I'll just talk about that one again because um, since I didn't get a chance to get to my shop, I'll be reading that this week. Yeah, that's a rad cover too. Did yeah. you read it yet or no? No, I just got it today. Oh, so I'm I'm pretty stoked. Looking forward to reading that, even though it came out last week. But um, uh, Calculated Man issue four comes out, and it seems like it's been a long time since we've seen the last issue. Dude, and it so, really does. Um, we'll see what old Jack Beans uh, is doing because he was in quite the uh, predicament in issue three. So that should be cool to get back into um, his story. Yeah, man. Uh, let's see what else is coming out next. Oh, do a power bomb six. That should be coming out next week as well. I mean, don't hold us to these like exactly. Give us a little bit of a break here if we get some of these wrong. <laughs> um, but that's uh, and there's only two issues left of that, right? Yeah, I think you said right, yeah, yeah seven. So that's uh, yeah. issue six comes out next week. Um, Astronaut down issue five is coming out. We've got. Um, I think there's another Moon Knight coming out. I think they're on what? What is they? 18? Oh, wow. I can't remember. No, 17. Moon Knight 17. So that run's still going if you're um, still reading that. The old Jed McKay run. What are you looking forward to mostly? Uh, I think for me, probably Kaya 2. Oh, yeah. Coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cities of Magic 5. Uh, Shock Shop 3. Colin Bunn. And uh, for our good buddy Ross... Uh, oh, yeah. A new yeah. Fantastic Four run coming out. Fantastic Four uh, number one by Ryan North. And, uh, dude, the thing I'm most excited about, though, fingers crossed, it's a true release date that we're seeing here, but that Gideon Falls uh, Volume 2 Deluxe Edition dropping. Yeah. And uh, the Twig, man, the, the trade of Twig is coming out. Dude, I, I think it's only a paperback. I wish they did, like, a big oversized yeah. hardcover. Yeah. They will. I'm waiting for it. Yeah, I'm gonna wait for a hardcover of it, oversized. Yeah, they'll do it. That's it, but, dude. The art in that run was so rad. They've got to do a big, like, oversized yeah. hardcover. But if you're not interested in dropping that kind of dough, yeah, uh, definitely pick up the trade if you haven't read it because that story is phenomenal. Awesome, awesome, awesome work there. Yeah, such a cool book. Um, yeah, man, a lot of cool stuff coming out. Yeah, make sure you check out coffeeinacomic.com for for any, you know, for any of these or anything else you're looking forward to coming out. Set up a poll over there. Uh, Frank's a cool dude doing cool things, as always. And uh, enter our coupon code at checkout, a comic book layer in all caps, to save yourself 15% off your order. Uh, so, yeah, make sure you check out coffeeinacomic.com. Check him out on Instagram, too. He's always doing uh, videos, uh, previews for the releases that week. And uh, doing live sales. He just had some cool live sales for Halloween. So, Oh, yeah, he did, um, huh? Yeah, he had a bunch. Yeah, so check that out. And don't forget to enter our coupon code. Save yourself some dough. Well, right on, brother. I'm stoked that we got to hang in the lair again and do all the things that we love doing. Uh, how can people keep up with us and what we got going? And, uh, you know, maybe subscribe to the show to get that day tripper epi one of Dude, us. yeah, definitely um, subscribe to our show. Let us know how we're doing. Hit that like button. We really appreciate that. Um and uh, head over to our Instagram page at the Comic Book Lair. Uh, you can see everything we're reading, what we've been picking up, what we're getting into. And um, from there, you can hit our link tree up, go over to our Discord, and uh, join the conversation over there. We'd love to hear from you. love to meet you, uh, see what you're reading, and uh, send some recommendations our way. And um, keep reading comics. Heck yeah, buddy. <laughs> Cowabunga, nerds. <laughs> 
Like the sound of the Comic Book Layer podcast? Our audio production is provided by Rosecat Audio. Check out Rosecat Audio at rosecataudio.com. R-O-S-E-K-A-T audio.com.